This is NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. NTL Now is brought to you by Circle W Sports, the new name in the game for high school sports. The NTL Now podcast is also brought to you by Endless Mountains Brace and Mobility, Max Driving Academy, Jimmy's Park Hotel, Mansfield University, and Thompson Sports and Apparel. Now let's join the host of NTL Now, here's Shane Wilbur. It's been a couple of weeks, but the NTL Now podcast is back and ready to roll for another great episode. And, uh, well, folks, I got to tell you, it's definitely been uh, an interesting couple of weeks for sure. Shane Wilber back with you here. And uh, let me uh, quickly kind of fill you in on everything that uh, kind of took place here as to why we did not have a podcast last week. Uh, you can say technical difficulties, but uh, yes, it was definitely technical difficulties to the max. Of course, uh, you know, we've all had issues uh, with USB drives, right? So uh, I came home last week ready and able to put together the podcast last week. And unfortunately, uh, the USB cord that I had attached to my hard drive had snapped. So thankfully, uh, I was able to order one in quickly uh, from Amazon and uh, get that all taken care of for this week. But yeah, last week, uh, I was a rather uh, fumed uh, podcaster, I guess you could say, because, you know, I was already and able to get the podcast done. And then I had to deal with that and just, uh, you know, didn't have the time to put it all together. But hey, this week is another week and uh, let's get rolling with it, huh? Now, as far as uh, where this week's podcast will start, I don't really think there's uh, any question as to where I am going to start uh, with this week's podcast, given the fact that I have waited four long years to call the Canton Warrior football team district champions, and my gosh, was that a thrilling night to be a part of down at the Endless Mountains Athletic Complex. If you were a fan down in the stands, if you were at home watching it on the live stream, what a win. What a night it was uh, for the Canton Warrior football program, You know, a program that had waited 31 years for its uh, next district title, and uh, the drought is over, and the Warriors are district champions uh, yet again here in 2021. Now, of course, you know, it's been, uh, you know, kind of that uh, grind, you know, as every team goes through. I mean, we see it in professional sports all the time. I mean, I think uh, most notably, you know, you could probably compare it uh, not like so much on a professional level, but think about it. Uh, you know, you had the likes of uh, a Michael Jordan, you know, who was always trying to climb to that next step, climb to that next step, just couldn't get over the hurdle. And now you've got, you know, this Warrior team who for three years was battling and battling and battling and just trying to get past this Muncie squad. And finally this year, not only did they just rip the door off the hinges, they kicked it in, tore it away, and just chucked it to the side because this Warrior team this season was not to be denied. Now, can you say the bye week helped them? I would definitely say so. They definitely came in uh, all guns blazing. They were fresh. They were physical. They were ready to go. And, uh, you know, they came out and handled business and scored on their first four possessions of the first half, took the big halftime lead into the locker room. They led 45 to nothing into the third quarter uh, before Muncie added their score late. So in all facets of the game, the Warriors were just on their point. And, uh, you know, what I love about this team 
And uh, credit to uh, Chris Massey from the Williamsport Sun Gazette for pointing this out. He had a really nice featured article on the Warriors this week. It's all about a team game. I mean, there are no players on the Canton team you will find in the top 10 in stats probably in the district other than maybe Riley Parker now in rushing yards. But think about it. Quarterback Cooper Kitchen. Not uh, very many pass attempts this season. Weston Bellows, even in rushing and uh, receiving yards, you know, a kid who's got so many dynamic athletic abilities, uh, you know, just kind of contributing where he can. Hayden Ward, you know, another kid who could probably rush for a thousand yards himself. All of these kids have played together for so long that the unselfishness of this team is just what carries them to victory each and every week. They're all out there playing for each other. And, uh, you know, as Coach uh, Seeker said in that uh, uh, article from Massey, uh, you know, the the seniors this year chose the phrase all in. And you can definitely tell that uh, that is exactly what this team is, uh, built from the line back. And, uh, you know, even in the offensive and defensive sides of the ball, you know, you got to credit the guys up front as well. I mean, those guys battled uh, tooth and nail all through it. I mean, you got to be happy for those uh, seniors up front as well. I mean, Connor Davis, he's been kind of that uh, senior uh, center. Uh, he's been that centerpiece there in the middle of that line, kind of keeping things uh, solidified there. Caden Williams, you know, another uh, three-and-a-half, uh, four-year starter up front as well at uh, one of the tackle positions too. So, I mean, those guys have done uh, really a nice job. And, of course, Mason Schultz defensively uh, getting in the mix too. So, I mean, these guys have just done it all, you know, and they've been through the trenches. They've been through the battles here these last few years. And to see this group of kids uh, finally come away with a district championship uh, this past Friday night uh, against the Muncie Indians was just awesome. So, yes, definitely congratulations going out to the Canton Warrior football team with their big 45-7 win in the district championship. Now, of course, that means now they are on to the state playoffs where they are going to take on Steelton Highspire. They are the champions of District 3. That game will be held at Tawanda this coming Saturday. Kickoff will be 3 o'clock. Now, radio-wise, it will not be on Wiggle 100. Unfortunately, with uh, Penn State obligations, we will not have that game on Wiggle. Instead, we are going to have it on our Oldies channel, Oldies 99.9, FM. 99.9 more Canton Troy area, 107.7 Tawanda and Towards the Valley, and of course streaming online as well at WTZN.com. So definitely go and uh, get those frequencies in your dials and ready to go for this weekend because I'm definitely looking forward to being back to the Endless Mountains Athletic Complex for that. But we've also got a lot of other sports action to talk this week as well. We're going to talk uh, the volleyball for Canton as well. A great job done by the volleyball team this year. We'll capture their run that just came to an end uh, earlier this week. We've got some soccer all-stars to talk about as well. And I want to go back and try and recap some of the results from the state cross-country meet too. So we've got a lot to pack in here this week on the podcast. So right now we're going to step aside. We'll uh, thank some sponsors when we come back we'll dive into the uh, cross-country all-stars and more that's all coming your way next right here on the ntl now podcast growing up in a small town it's important to get your name out there if you want to play at the next level circle w sports helped me get the exposure i needed it's really been a one-stop shop for college coaches where they can go in there and they can find information about not only one player but the rest of our team guys that they might not be thought they were interested in before they went to the website so circle w has really done that it links highlight films contact information everything that the coach would need. Circle W Sports. 
The new name in the game for high school sports. The Thanksgiving holiday will be here soon, and Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton wants to give thanks to the community by staying open during Thanksgiving Day and offering a complimentary whole turkey dinner to those in need. If you've fallen on hard times, or if you're in the area for work and away from family, stop into Jimmy's Park Hotel for a great meal and conversation. God has blessed Jimmy, and now Jimmy wants to help others have a blessed holiday. That's Jimmy's Park Hotel in Canton. Open Thanksgiving Day. Back here on the NTL Now podcast this week, and uh, before the break, I said cross-country all-stars. Well, you know, uh, sometimes when you're doing this, uh, you get a little tongue-tied from time to time. I meant cross-country results. Uh, We'll do boys' soccer all-stars coming up a little bit later on. But yes, let's definitely go back and dive into some cross-country results uh, from state uh, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, looking here... At the Class 8 girls results, of course, uh, it was Northeast Bradford, the highest finishing Northern Tier League girls team in Class A down at the state tournament. Uh, the Lady Panthers come in with a 10th place finish. Uh, Wyalusing Valley coming in uh, with a 17th place finish in the top 23 uh, scores uh, at the uh, state uh, run. Uh, the Northeast Bradford Lady Panthers had 281 points, Wyalusing with 379. Looking at the uh, teams and their finishes uh, for their highest place finishers. Uh, Their highest place finisher for Northeast was uh, Graceland Loudermilk in 23rd with a time of 21.37. Melanie Shumway came in 27th with a time of 21.53. Lila Hughes in 30th with 21.58. Amelia Capper was 69th with a time of 23.23. Cora Franklin uh, was 132 with 26.53. And Lily or Lily Capper, excuse me, was 134 uh, with a time of 27:07. So those are your place finishers there for Northeast Bradford. Let's go to Wyalusing uh, on the girls' side. In 29th place, their highest finisher was junior Kayla Beebe in a time of 21:56. Lena Beebe was 45th with a time of 22:34. Madison Patton was 88th with a time of 24:08. Casey Karen with a time of 24:29 was 95th place there. Faith Loudermilch was 25:41 for her time in 122nd place. Kyra Allen uh, was 26:13 on the time in 125th place, and in 142nd place it was Haley Anaya who uh, is a sophomore in her time of 29:02. So those were the highest place finishers there for the uh, girls' side in Class A. Let's now go to the Class A boys. Uh, highest team finish on the boys' side in Class A for the NTL was Wyalusing, and uh, the Wyalusing boys coming in 19th place. Let's scroll down here, take a look at the Wyalusing boys. Zion Loudermilch with a 7th place finish to pace the Rams. Uh, he completed the course in a time of 1720. Uh, Elazar Loudermilch uh, was seven. Uh, 70th place in a time of 1858. Uh, at 102nd place, it was Clayton Petlock at 1930. Uh, finishing at uh, the 105 spot was Jeremy Clouser in a time of 1936. Landon
Landon Kaufman, the freshman, finishes 121 with a time of 2020. Uh, Trenton Tewksbury finished place 132 uh, with a time of 2105. And Ethan Lewis uh, finished in place 134 uh, with a time of 21. 23. So that's how the Class A boys results uh, broke down at the state run. Uh, on to the AA girls. Let's see if we had uh, any finishers here in the AA girls side in the top spots, and that was not. So we have no uh, NTL runners uh, in the top 21 at the uh, state tournament for teams. Uh, looking at uh, maybe the AA boys, let's see what we have. Over here on the AA boys side. And uh, looking down through, does not look like we had uh, any teams there as well. So, yes, that's where we are as far as that goes. But I know we had runners uh, who were down there. So, uh, congratulations uh, going out to uh, you know all of our area teams, athletes who competed down at the cross-country states this year down in Hershey. I know it was a great experience for all and definitely uh, looking forward to, uh, you know, sending a lot more here in the coming years. We've got a really good depth when it comes to cross country. Of course, a couple of weeks ago talking with coach Jim schools. I know he's really excited about the future of cross country here in the Northern tier league. So definitely should be a lot of fun to see here coming up over these uh, next couple of weeks or next couple of seasons. Anyway, uh, as far as cross country goes here uh, in the Northern tier league, but, now that we've touched on cross country I guess that means it's time to go to boys soccer all stars those were released uh, just uh, a week ago as well so we'll touch on those coming up too as we take another quick time out we'll be back with more right here on the NTL Now podcast Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy is a proud supporter of our area athletes in the Northern Tier League. Parents, don't just trust anyone if the athlete in your family is injured. Let the experts at Endless Mountain's Brace and Mobility be there to help make the recovery process as easy as possible. Call them today for more information on how they can help at 570-297-2993. That's 570-297-2993. They're open Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5, and closed Saturday and Sunday. That's Endless Mountain Brace and Mobility in Troy. Time to talk NTL boys soccer here on the NTL Now podcast. Shane Wilber back with you, and thank you again for tuning in, no matter how you are listening, whether you were downloading via Spotify, NTLsports.com, Apple, and Google Podcasts, no matter the platform. Thanks again for tuning in here this week. All right, NTL boys all-stars, as I said, uh, were released uh, early last week, so let's take a look at some of the boys all-stars this year as Troy's Wyatt Hadlovsky was named this year's Northern Tier League Most Valuable Player for the uh, boys this season as uh, he led the league in both hat tricks and also uh, led the young Trojan squad this year. Uh, other major award winners from this past season, uh, Athens's Nate Quinn was nominated and uh, given the Offensive Player of the Year honors. Jake Lezak uh, was the Coach of the Year and Wellsboro's Peyton McClure 
was the Defensive Player of the Year as well. So those are your uh, big award winners this year. Again, Hudlovsky Player of the Year, Athens' is Nate Quinn, Offensive Player of the Year, Athens coach Jake Lezak, Coach of the Year, and Wellsboro's Peyton McClure, Defensive Player of the Year. First team strikers this year were Nate Quinn of Athens, Northeast Bradford's Gavin Merritt, and North Penn Liberty's Caden Alexander. First team midfielders this year were Wyatt Hudlovsky from Troy, Northeast Bradford's Brandon Kuhn, Athens' Mason Huey, and Wellsboro's Owen Richardson. First team defense for this past season uh, includes Wellsboro's McClure and Brady Morrell, along with Athens' Tucker Brown and Alex Campbell as well. Wellsboro's uh, Adam Gaiman uh, is the goalkeeper uh, for the first team. All right, on to the second team we go. Strikers for the second team included Tawanda's Logan Lambert, Wellsboro's Matt Richards, and Sam Rudy, along with Athens' Corey Miller. Second team midfielders were North Penn Liberty's Derek Litzelman, Wellsboro's Caden Smith, and Athens' Levitt Van Helden and Braden Post. Second team defense included Troy's Connor Faust and C.J. Stanton, Northeast Bradford's Joe Stanton, and North Penn Liberty's Brody Burley. And the Troy keeper Eli Randall was the second team goalie for the NTL All-Stars. Honorable mentions this year for the boys side were Tawanda's Jack Wheaton, Northeast Bradford's Josh Stanton, Troy's Brady, Troy's Brady Spaulding, uh, Galton's Gavin Sikora, and North Penn Liberty's Jackson Bryan for strikers. Mid Fielder honorable mentions were Northeast Bradford Caesar Alvarez, Tawanda's Nate West, North Penn Liberty's Zach Wilcox, and Gilton's Zach Pagano. Defensive uh, honorable mentions were Northeast Bradford's Andrew Beers, Williamson's Glenn Barnes, Galton's Troy Katalinski, and Athens's Ryan Thompson. Panther goalkeeper Garrett Cooper was the honorable mention goalkeeper for the NTL Boys Soccer All-Stars uh, this season. So, yes, a great season for boys soccer overall. I mean, you had uh, a lot of district qualifiers this year. Northeast Bradford's boys team obviously are uh, furthest that would uh, go along, but I think uh, overall, uh, the future of boys soccer in the Northern Tier League looks pretty good as well. A lot of youngsters that'll be coming up through and looking forward to another good soccer season uh, coming up in 2022. But hey, you know what? Uh, you put a, a little wrap and a little bow on that and uh, the soccer season has come to a close. And uh, another season that just came to a close as well was girls volleyball as the Canton Lady Warriors, the lone remaining team in uh, our uh, NTL volleyball and state volleyball bracket uh, were the last team remaining. They were defeated earlier this week. We'll recap their postseason coming up as the NTL now podcast continues next shop local this holiday season at thompson sports and apparel in canton let them personalize their in stock and ordered items to make your gift extra special to give their customers more time to shop thompson's will be opening again on saturdays from 9 a.m to 1 starting november 6th mark your calendars for small business saturday november 27th when the entire store will be 35 to 75 percent off that's thompson sports and apparel open daily from 8 a.m to 5 Call 
Remember, you can follow the NTL Now podcast on all kinds of social media platforms. Just go online to Facebook and Instagram where you can search NTL Now podcast. Give us a follow there. Maybe you want to do it on Twitter too. Hey, give us a shout and a follow at NTL Now pod there too. So yes, all kinds of ways you can follow and support the NTL Now podcast. All right. So as we dive back into NTL Sports Talk, of course, we've got uh, NTL volleyball to talk about and when we talk about that it was our lone wolf remaining team and I guess we should say lone warrior remaining team as the Canton Lady Warriors were our last team standing in the uh, volleyball rankings this season. Of course the Canton Warriors would uh, go through the district playoffs uh, defeating Northeast Bradford in the uh, opening round or the semifinals I should say and then uh, would come back and beat Galeton uh, for the district title uh, earlier in the month. And then, of course, uh, the state playoffs would start. And for the Canton Lady Warriors, I mean, it was uh, battles all the way through here in the state playoffs. Uh, you know, their opening round matchup uh, was with Blue Ridge uh, at Blue Ridge High School. So the Lady Warriors have pretty much been on the road here throughout the entire state tournament. Uh, and as we said, you know, their opening matchup was against District 2 champion Blue Ridge, where the Lady Warriors would come away in straight sets as they would down Blue Ridge by scores of 25 to 11, 25 22, and 25 17 to wrap up their first round victory. Now from there, they would advance on to the quarterfinals, and the quarterfinal matchup was a big one. I mean, this one was a doozy with District 5 champion Berlin Brothers Valley. I mean, not only because, uh, A, it's another long road trip to Bald Eagle Area High School, but uh, B, I mean, you've got another uh, district champion here that uh, you're going to have to face in the state tournament, and uh, this one went all the way through uh, five sets in this matchup as uh, Canton would win the first set 26-24. They would drop the second set 25-22. Berlin Brothers would win set three as well 25-10. The Lady Warriors would rally 25-21 to win the fourth set. So with it tied at two, they would then go to the decisive fifth set, and it would be Canton who would come away with the 15-13 win uh, in the uh, fifth set to get the victory over Berlin Brothers Valley. So for the Lady Warriors, I mean, basically uh, a very determined Lady Warriors squad here, uh, you know, that really got hot. I think uh, down the stretch, they had that uh, last game of the regular season against Northeast Bradford, where Northeast Bradford came and uh, defeated them on their home court. And I think, you know, that was kind of the wake-up call for this Lady Warriors team. And uh, I think that really got them focused here into this postseason. Now, of course, uh, this past Tuesday night, uh, the Lady Warriors would have yet one more road trip, uh, this one uh, a little over two hours, uh, down to Hazleton Area High School. Now, I've been to this high school before uh, for state basketball games to broadcast. This uh, high school, it's ginormous. Like This is a uh, big setting here, and uh, the Lady Warriors went down uh, this past Tuesday night uh, for their semifinal matchup where they would take on the champions of District 1, uh, Sacred Heart Academy. Now, Sacred Heart, uh, in their uh quarterfinal matchup uh, defeated the team Marion Catholic who coincidentally was the team that eliminated Canton uh, a season ago but uh, Sacred Heart Academy uh, pretty much uh, had won uh, in three sets over um, Marion Catholic 
or excuse me, no, they won in three sets in their opening round game uh, against District 3 champ Lidditz Christian. Uh, Sacred Heart would then advance on to the uh, quarterfinals where they would down Marion Catholic uh, three sets to one in the quarterfinal matchup. And then uh, the semifinal matchup uh, with Sacred Heart Academy in Canton uh, would lead to a sweep by Sacred Heart Academy as uh, Sacred Heart would win 25-18 in set one, 25-18 in set two, and 25-8 to in set three, uh, ending the Lady Warriors season. Uh, Sacred Heart Academy now on to the state championship where the Class A uh, final will pit them against Clarion area uh, coming up uh, into this weekend as well. But, hey, you know, for the Lady Warriors, another great season on the volleyball front. Uh, I believe this is only, what, the second team to have ever reached the state semifinals. I could be wrong on this. Uh, I know they were uh, state runners-up uh, a few years back, but uh, also I think this might be only the second team to have reached uh, the state semis, but uh, if I'm wrong, I know I'll be corrected about it. But still, uh, another great year for Canton Volleyball, and I think this right here is uh, another good omen on uh, a very uh, great coach uh, in the uh, Canton system. I know right now, uh, you know, the uh, turnover in coaching and such all around the league, you know, if you don't win, uh, basically, you know, their parents, coaches, you know, administration, uh, they're always looking for ways to win. And if you don't win, well, then they're going to find somebody uh, to come in and maybe uh, turn around the culture and such. What a great omen this is. Uh, towards Coach Sheila Wesneski for Canton. I mean, think about it. Coach Wesneski has uh, been a stabilizing factor for Canton Volleyball for more years than I can count. And, you know, to see her still putting out success uh, at this, uh, you know, stage of the career is just awesome. It's a testament to how much she studies the game, how well she's able to adjust and uh, relate to players and still get the most out of players these days. I mean, I'm telling you, if there is uh, a, a coach who deserves all the accolades and all the recognition she can deserve, uh, it's definitely Coach Wesneski and definitely uh, major kudos uh, to her, to the team, to uh, everybody, all the parents, uh, you know, the administration uh, for supporting this team all along the way. But uh, definitely uh, another great uh, omen there and another great mark on uh, the career for uh, Coach Wesneski to take this team again uh, deep into the state playoffs. So uh, congratulations to the Canton volleyball team on their success this season. And, uh, you know, it's been uh, an interesting volleyball season, I think, uh, for the most part. I mean, we had two teams that uh, would qualify for states uh, with Canton and, of course, Wyalusing, our two district champions, onto the states. But, I mean, think about some of the storylines we saw here throughout the volleyball season in general. I mean, you had, uh, you know, a team in Wyalusing as we talked with coach Jen Newton earlier in the year uh, you know she was very ecstatic about her team thought they really didn't get off to the start that they had uh, you know wanted to and uh, still had some work to do down the stretch look at how they turn it around coming down the stretch wind up with the district championship of course uh, you know also earlier in the year uh, we talked with Emily Sushan from Northeast Bradford uh, a team that you know also uh, you know had some great rallies as well 
down the stretch too. I mean, hey, they beat Canton in uh, you know one of their final regular season matchups. They actually end up uh, you know jumping the Warriors uh, to get into uh, the playoffs and uh, actually ended up. Uh, as the uh, three seed there, knocking the Warriors out of that first place spot. So, I mean, for uh, Northeast Bradford, I mean, they had a really good season as well. So, I mean, uh, you know, for the most part, I think uh, NTL Volleyball is definitely in great hands. I mean, uh, you know, as you heard uh, from Coach Newton, I mean, they've got a nice young core. Uh, Canton, I think, only graduates two, maybe three seniors off of their squad. I mean, uh, Athens is always a, a tough matchup as well. North Penn Liberty, I mean, you know, they've just been able to retool here over the years. I mean, Wellsboro, for the most part, they were a team that was down. But, hey, you know what? Uh, Coach Sharon's a Husky. I mean, she's going to find a way uh, to uh, bounce that team back as well. So, I mean, I I'm telling you, you know, you're going to see uh, a whole lot of uh, NTL volleyball competition coming up uh, once we uh, circle the calendar again and roll back here into 2022. But, yes, as I said, uh, a great season here for the volleyball girls. And now, uh, you know, that season has come to a close. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing uh, the volleyball all-stars get released. And, uh, of course, we'll recap those as well uh, once I get uh, my hands on those and uh, can talk about those too. So, But, yes, great season to uh, all of our area volleyball teams. And uh, coming up here in just a little bit, hey, we're going to take a, a step back towards district football again. It's state football time. We've got Canton, Steelton High Spire. That one's coming up. We're going to preview that coming up here in just a little bit and wrap things up here as well coming up on the NTL Now podcast. You've got the newly permitted teenage driver in the family, but the patience to teach them just isn't there. That's why you call Max Driving Academy in Canton. Max Driving Academy will make sure your teenage driver is ready to be the safest driver on the road. That's Max Driving Academy. Call Tim Mackinich today, 570-404-7815. Or for more information, visit MaxDrivingAcademy.com or like Max Driving Academy on Facebook. That's Max Driving Academy, Canton. The best way to find the right college for you is to experience campus in person. Visit Mansfield University and see why students choose to live and learn on our beautiful campus. Surrounded by endless adventure, meet the faculty and current students. Connect with your personal admissions representative and tour campus, including our on-campus residence halls, named top 10 best dorms in the country. Schedule your visit today at mansfield.edu visit. Fourth and goal, Canton, bone formation. Hand off, Parker. Parker, left side, Riley Parker is in from four yards out. And the Canton Warriors strike Pater first as Canton will take the early 6-0 lead. Canton right back to the line. Kitchen under center, and that will be a quarterback sneak for the touchdown. So Cooper Kitchen from two yards out will sneak it in. And the Warriors have extended the lead to 14 to nothing. And off Hayden Ward comes here to the near side. Ward still on his feet inside the 20. And Hayden Ward with a nice run there for the Warriors as he's going to get about 40 yards on the carry. 
Hand off to Parker. Parker with a nice cutback. Riley Parker with vision. And Riley Parker is all the way down to the one-yard line. Play action fade. Kitchen going deep to Bellows. And there's the ground. Weston Bellows at the third, at the 45. Bellows still on his feet. Bellows inside the 25. Kitchen under center takes the snap. Hands it off. This is Bellows coming to the left. Bellows 15, 10, touchdown. Kitchen under center. Counter trade play again, and Parker will walk in again. And Riley Parker extends the Warrior lead to 32 to nothing. The Canton Warriors can now claim the Kings of the Castle in District 4 Class A. Your final tonight, Canton 45, Muncie 7. The Canton Warriors, your 2021 District 4 Class A football champions. Some sounds of the night there for you from this past Friday night in Tawanda as the Canton Warriors claim the 2021 District 4 Football Championship. I mean, not only uh, do those highlights, just listening to it, uh, give me the goosebumps of still being back uh, at the stadium this past Friday, but man, I'll tell you what, it's just awesome to see uh, this entire group of kids uh, come away with that district championship on Friday night. Now, of course, full disclosure, you know, and and uh, for those of you out there uh, who don't know, you know, this is uh, a group that's uh, very personal to me. You know, I mean, I have uh, always been a broadcaster uh, for local sports for the longest time. But uh, six years ago, uh, I decided to, uh, you know, kind of throw my hand uh, into the coaching ring as well. Uh, I've been, uh, you know, with the uh, junior high kids uh, for Canton now for the last six seasons. And uh, this group of seniors this year that won the uh, District 4 championship, uh, they were my first group of seventh graders when uh, I first started as a volunteer coach uh, at Canton six seasons ago. So to see these guys uh, come away uh, with the district championship this year, uh, you know, that was uh, pretty special to watch. You know, those kids develop, uh, get better as the uh, years in high school went on, and uh, really just kind of proud to see the entire group as a whole succeed. I mean, obviously, you know, I've had the opportunity uh, to coach all of those kids uh, all the way up through, and uh, I'm telling you, even though I'm not there, like on the sidelines uh, for Varsity Nights, it's just uh, awesome to see uh, how those kids have developed coming up through the system. And uh, man, it was just a great night, uh, not only uh, you know for the coaches, for the players, but the community as well. I mean, to see the support uh, for the return home, for the district celebration, uh, you know, the fire company escorting them back in. Oh man, it was just awesome. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm still uh, kind of. Uh, upbeat about it you know excited for him but uh, you know the the district championship was nice but now it's uh, time to turn the focus and get ready because uh, this week brings another uh, matchup on the horizon as well as the Canton Warriors now get ready for defending state champion in Class A Steelton Highspire of course uh, you know Highspire comes in having defeated DeLone Catholic last week uh, Steelton uh, a team that's 
Uh, you know, as great of a matchup, I think, as Canton could have asked for uh, speed-wise. I mean, these uh, these teams both are bringing a lot of speed into this matchup. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the homerism in me. Obviously, you know, I, I want to see Canton succeed uh, as this playoff run continues. You know, I want to see this team continue to grow, continue to succeed, and uh, enjoy it. And, of course, uh, you know, uh, Steelton Highspire, though, brings in a lot of tradition and, uh, you know, a team that's definitely uh, coming up here. And, of course, another thing you got to take into account here this game's going to be played again at Tawanda at the Endless Mountains Athletic Complex on the turf you know both of these teams there's going to be a lot of speed out there so I mean there's going to be uh you know I think a lot of points coming our way on Saturday afternoon you know when that ball gets kicked off at three o'clock I mean all bets are off I think both teams uh bring into uh this matchup a lot of strong points uh, into this ball game, you know, I think for Canton, I think the uh, running game would uh, definitely uh, suit them well. You know, I think uh, you'll see probably Canton uh, stick with basically a lot of what they've done. You know, I mean, they've uh, pretty much uh, run uh, as as many plays as uh, anything, you know, I mean, they've done a really nice job of evolving this offense throughout the season, and I'm really curious to see maybe some new wrinkles that uh, might come out this week, but, you know, uh, you never know with Coach Kitchen. He's always one to be able to, uh, you know, keep some things uh, in the uh, back of his mind, so uh, I'll be interested to see uh, what the offense might have in store. Uh, coming up this week uh, for Steelton Highspire, you know, a team that, like I said, traditionally they are used uh, to this type of stage. You know, they've been used to being into the state playoff rounds. Coincidentally, this was the uh, team that Wyalusing played a few years back when they won the district championship down at Wyalusing. Uh, obviously, you know, those kids have since moved on, but uh, you know, just goes to show you that uh, the tradition is there uh, for Steelton Highspire. I mean, this is a team. You know, you walk, you look at them on film. They look like a team that is definitely going uh, to try to get the most out of their athletes. I think their uh, their big play guys are obviously on the outside. I think if Steelton's uh, uh, big play guy guys are going to uh, have an effect on this game, uh, it's probably going to come through the passing game. Uh, Steelton Highspire, they definitely love to put the ball into the hands of their receivers and let them make plays. Sometimes it's uh, you know it's uh, quick hitches. Sometimes it's a fade. Other times you know they like to go for the home run ball. They expect Steelton to go for at least two or three home run balls coming into this ball game as well. So, I mean, it's going to be uh, an interesting fight coming up here on Saturday. But uh, like I said, you know, with the speed, I mean, you, you can't coach speed. And both of these teams have a lot of speed. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure uh, both coaching staffs are definitely uh, talking about that. And, uh, you know, I'm curious to see uh, what wins out coming up on Saturday. You know, I expect, uh, you know, like I said, Steelton to uh, air it out. I think Canton will stick uh, with more of a heavy ground attack. So I think it's going to be uh, an interesting uh, counterpunch uh, type of contest here. And we'll see, uh, you know, how this one fares out. Looking forward to it Saturday uh, in Tawanda at the Endless Mountains Athletic Complex uh, down, uh, you know, there on Saturday afternoon. Kickoff is 3 o'clock, of course, as I said, on the radio side. Join us on the True Oldies channel this week. We've got Penn State football on Wiggle, so the state playoff game will be on the True Oldies channel. You can follow us uh, you know, on 99.9 and 107.7 FM, 99.9 for Canton and Troy areas, 107.7 for Tawanda and the Valley. So definitely tune us in and, of course, online at WTZN.com or WTZN if you are joining us via the TuneIn app too. So just kind of something there. 
to keep in the back of your minds. Uh, before we get out of here this week, though, I do want to put a tip of the cap to uh, Coach Jim Smith and the Troy coaching staff as well. Of course, the Troy Trojan football team uh, this week, uh, seeing their season come to a close this past weekend. Uh, the Trojans going down to Mount Carmel a little underhanded. Uh, unfortunately, they did not have the services of star tailback Damian Landon. Uh, you know, Clayton Smith obviously has been out with injury as well. So, I mean, a banged up Troy team. The guys they had went down uh, on Saturday night and battled uh, tooth and nail, really, uh, through four quarters of football. I'll tell you what, you know, folks have asked me, you know, what did I think about the game this past Saturday? And I got to tell you, uh, I think there were a lot of positives I think that Troy can take out of this. Uh, one, for the most part, I thought Troy's defense played really well. Now, of course, obviously, you know, you see a score 35-7 and think, well, Shane, what are you talking about? I'm telling you, Troy up front for, you know, a good 70-75% uh, of that ball game, you know, other than the big plays they gave up, I thought they stood very well uh, defensively in there uh, with Mount Carmel this past uh, Saturday night. I thought another good key was uh, the freshman Evan Woodward, their quarterback. I thought he did a really nice job. I thought he was really poised for this Trojan squad as well. So, I mean, for Woodward to uh, kind of walk into, uh, you know, the, the lion's den, as you would say, at the Silver Bowl down there in Mount Carmel, uh, really never flinched. I mean, uh, obviously uh, for him to take what was a ruthless uh, face mask call uh, early in that ball game and uh, for him to kind of shake it off and come back into that ball game, I thought that was something that was really awesome to see. Uh, I think that really showed Coach Smith and the coaching staff quite a bit. You know, this kid's got heart. This kid's got grit. And, uh, you know, I think for uh, him, that's something else. Uh, that uh, they can build on too. Now, of course, Troy uh, heading into next season, obviously, you know, they're going to have some linemen to replace. Uh, Mason Impt, Eli Crane, some of their uh, big hog mollies up front. You know, they're seniors graduating, moving on, but, you know, those guys uh, have really laid a nice foundation, I think, for what Troy football expects up front, and uh, those two have been really good coachable kids. Had the opportunity to uh, interview Mason and Eli uh, back at uh, NTL Media Day. Really had a great time uh, talking with them. I think, you know, the, the both of them uh, really complimented each other well and really did the Troy program well uh, moving forward uh, going into next season too. Uh, you know, look at uh, some of the returning talent, though, that Troy has uh, coming back next season as well. You know, we just talked about the quarterback, Evan Woodward. You know, I think, uh, you know, him uh, maybe sliding into that quarterback position next year, I think that's going to do Troy uh, some good. Uh, they've got, uh, you know, the young backs in uh, Taylor and uh, Oldroyd. I think those two uh, have a nice bright future as potential ball carriers or slot backs. And uh, Woodward, you know, going to quarterback, I think frees up Justice Kimmicks next year to uh, really uh, kind of shine as maybe more of a hybrid back. You know, you can use him maybe in some Wildcat stuff, something like that like that but uh, I think Troy is really going to have some athletes and then of course you know they've got a really good youth system coming through their last couple of junior high classes have been nothing short of spectacular so I mean they've uh, they've definitely got uh, some uh, some irons in the fire I guess I could say over there in Troy so yes it's going to be uh, some fun days ahead here for Trojan football and uh, a great season this year for Troy uh, taking the third seed in District 4, uh, winning their uh, opening matchup against the Sarah Redskins and then of course as I said this past Saturday uh, falling in defeat at the Silver Bowl to Mount Carmel and uh, you know really uh, a great uh, season there for the Trojans uh, given all they had to overcome so again uh, congratulations to Troy. 
on a great season uh, on their side of football too. So uh, looking forward to seeing them in 2022. I'm telling you, that Trojan team is uh, going to reload. They're going to be back uh, with full of vengeance uh, coming up uh, next season, I'm sure of it. But you know what? Uh, that pretty much uh, brings us here to the end of this week's podcast episode. And, uh, you know, ladies and gentlemen, as we always say, uh, thanks for tuning us in uh, no matter what platform you are doing so. And, of course, uh, also, again, uh, please give us all kinds of follows and appreciation on all of our social media platforms, too, whether it be uh, at Twitter, at NTL Now Pod, of course, Facebook and Instagram, NTL Now Podcast. Regardless of how you do it, uh, give us follows, likes, uh, all kinds of appreciation across social media would definitely be, uh, you know, flattering to have. So, you know, that's how we do it. All right. So it's been uh, pretty much another week, another episode complete. So with that, I think it's time for me to uh, go rest, relax, and get ready for uh, state football this Saturday. That's right. Looking forward to it. I'll talk to you this Saturday from the Endless Mountains Athletic Complex in Tawanda. Join me. 3 o'clock kickoff. Remember, True Oldies Channel, 99.9107.7, WTZN.com, and WTZN if you are streaming on the TuneIn Radio app as well. So with that being said, everybody have yourselves a wonderful rest of the week. We'll be back next week uh, recapping state football maybe we'll even talk volleyball all-stars and uh, more to go and maybe even start diving into some winter previews as well but regardless uh, enjoy another great week of sports i'll be back next week to talk to you again i'm shane wilbur thanks for listening you've been tuned in to the ntl now podcast as always an exclusive production of circle w sports Thanks for listening to NTL Now, your Northern Tier League sports podcast. Keep following the Northern Tier League on Facebook and Twitter for more updates on the Northern Tier League. Audio from the NTL Now podcast may not be used without prior consent. Join us next week for more NTL Now, brought to you by Circle W Sports.